welcome to Philly Sportscast, where we always have a shrimp on the bobby. No doubt. Nice doubts. Nice for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. We put through a little bit of little good stuff for you. Nice to uh, hear from some friends down under. Thanks for sending us a nice note, fellas. Little Guinness, thank you. Welcome. And what is a Vegemite sandwich? That's what I want to know. Now, a Vegemite sandwich has something to do with beer and the stuff from the bottom of a keg of beer. That's not true at all. I want you to know that that's what I think it is. And I'd rather, I I rather have that one than just a spread. I would hate just have veggies. Anybody listening from down under, because we know you are, what's a Vegemite sandwich? I'm telling you what it is. You don't know. I'm telling you straight you up what it you is. think you know, but it's you like, have diarrhea. It's like a spread. It comes, on the, it comes in a little jar, and you put it on sandwiches. Where do they get it from, though? I don't know where they make. I don't know where they, they get come it from. from the bottom of the barrel. Uh, it's a Vegemite yeah. sandwich. All right, that's what, that's what D Money thinks it is. He thinks I think it's the yeast from the bottom of a keg of beer. If it sits too very long, that's a Vegemite sandwich. That's what I think it is. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> well, I think, I think Derek has about six of those uh, hanging around. There's one right there. Old kegs, just old kegs laying around. Well, what do you do with old kegs? Cut them open, make Vegemite sandwiches. That's right. No. A little spread. No. So it's Evan, a spread. Evan and I are coming back from our annual Dover trip. Oh, man. See some NASCAR. Awesome time. Matt Kenseth. Awesome time. What an excellent win. Snuck out of nowhere, man. What a great time had by all. Great race. Great ending. Good stuff. Good, Good weather. Good time. Great weather. Safe and, oh, not very, not safe. very safe. Not very safe. Only one, of- one emergency room visit. One emergency room visit, one one uh, motorcycle on the sideline. Yeah, one motorcycle <laughs> on the sideline. So, but both we're all fine. We're all home safe. And but what happened uh, with the emergency room visit? Um, well, uh, we're playing a little pickup football. <laughs> throw the pigskin around as us as us uh, young men like to do. I was covering the wounded soldier Dave. Was it touch? Rough touch. It was nothing. It was a it was throw just, you around. You're just throwing the ball. We're just throwing the ball. No, Tofen Tofen Dave had a um had a play they were gonna run. Was Tof's hand out with his finger on it tell him what to do? Yes. It was. He was. He came in, they had a huddle. I was in coverage, of course. I'm sure they beat you like smoke. Yeah, hey, we got Fred Smoot over here. Nope. Well when he fell, there was They no know I have good recovery time. So Ev, I didn't see the fall, but please explain the fall. It was the goofiest fall I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's just the only way I can explain it. He fell. You know, like when you fall, your hands come out? Yes. His hands did not come out. He tripped on his own feet is what he did. <laughs> his gangly old feet, he tripped all over them. And he fell, and he, it, was a, it was in slow motion. He used his shoulder to, brace to break the fall. When he was running, was he running straight or did he turn? Straight. He, he just straight. running straight. He, he did a stop and go, did a nice old turn, and just went like this. Had me beat, but you know I got good recovery time. Oh, you have great recovery. So I would have caught up to him eventually. But he fell as if his hands were tied behind his back. It's such a shame. Like chin and shoulder. Did he realize he wasn't falling or did he he think he was just, hey, I'm getting closer to the ground? Yeah, maybe. Why is this ground coming up so fast at me? He rolled and he got back up. kind of sprung up. And Toe Field would have passed? Toe Field passed way too far. The uh, the ball was in the air, but there was no man to catch it. So, um, but he's gonna get all he's gonna get all fixed. So, up. what's the diagnosis have? Uh, torn tendon that connects the two bones in the shoulder. Oof. Yep, Oof. It's torn. All I was trying to do was just throw the pigskin around. But he did make the green flag. Very nice. In the hospital by eleven thirty, at the green flag by two o'clock. Kent General Hospital. God bless you. What did they give him? 
Vicodin. Very nice, eh? Just like Favre. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good enough for Favre, it's good enough for me. Anyway, we had a great time. Kenneth won the race. Denny Hamlin. What was his name? My new guy. Kenneth. Kenneth. Kenneth won the race. Kenneth. Kenneth won the race. Denny Hamlin, my new guy, finished 11th. Derek's new guy for this year. The next year it'll be somebody else. As soon as he gets back to trucks yeah, or whatever. Right on. He'll probably what? like Kenseth next year. How'd your boy do, Ev? Uh, he didn't do very well. A couple what, laps down. What's his name again? KB, Kurt Busch, my boy. Kurt Busch, a couple laps down. Next top, next tell Cup winner. And a big shout-out to Kevin Harvick. We had a couple Kevin Harvick fans with us. Yeah, dude, he, he raced real well. He's doing real well this year, Kevin Harvick. I mean, he's just got a great car. He's a good race car driver. You know, he's not caring too much about winning every Bush race, which is probably good. If he wasn't, then maybe he would win more races in the next Tell Cup. Yeah, I don't know how these drivers do it, man. I don't know how they it's do it. It's a lot either. of driving in a weekend. Yeah, it really is. And you get it's, tired. It's this isn't like you just you. like you know Sunday drive. These guys are working. Absolutely. So we had a good time. Very nice. Back home yesterday. Great time. Great Having time. Having a blast. But it was really nice to come home to see the Phillies, you know, take two of four from the Dodgers. Sorry that they had starting pitching troubles. Sorry they lost two of four to the exactly. Dodgers. Two of four, yeah, two of four. Sorry about that. And they picked up a really nice win last night in Arizona. Yes, they did. Really nice, good win. And that just goes to show you what can happen if Rhodes can pitch the seventh inning. They can win a lot of ball games. He came in, did his job. Gordon for close. I'm not sorry, not seventh, eighth. Eighth. Gordon closes close it out, and we're all good to go. Let's see. It's all good Franklin. to hood. As long as we don't have to let Franklin pitch. I agree. Now, why do we know that? And what's going on? I think that, you know what? No, no good. No good for the uh, for the bullpen. He's no good for the bullpen. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, he is no good. They no, need to no keep good. him. They can't get. They they can't bring anybody else up. He should have con- continued the steroids. He should have. But uh, that's well, I, that's, I was saying bring Brito up for him. Let Brito pitch in middle relief. But now he's yeah. starting because Lieber's hurt, because they sent Floyd Floyd's down. down. And uh, I'm not sure, but I think they said, did Randy Wolf already pitch two games down in the minors? He, yeah, he pitched at, at those minor league games. I yeah. think he's oh, single A right now. Right, but okay, wasn't like No, it's not. It's a Florida like instructional league. It's like not rookie even league or whatever? Yeah. So it wasn't like simulated games. No, no. They were, okay. they were live action. Okay. They want to get him up. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Left-handed starter? Hell yeah. That's a viable commodity right now for the Phils. For anybody. That's the truth. And then there's someone else down there they're talking about bringing up. Another guy. Lasting's milliage. What did you think oh, about that? Oh, God. Slap my hand. That's nah, cool. It's baseball. I think it's cool. It's not, it's big not deal. necessarily baseball, but those fans reached their hands out. All they did was slap their hands. Yeah, they're making a big I'm, deal. Of I'm it. not making saying anything positive about a Met, so right. don't get me wrong about this. The I'm fact, that it's, the fact that it's news is kind of weird. Yeah, because all the... All the major league players were making a big stink about it. Yeah, Nobody well, else really did. And plus, his manager even said he shouldn't have done it. That, that's kind of whack. I think he's like, yeah, he stay behind your players. He hit his first major yeah. league home run, man. Come on, he should be excited. About and he was that. like, what over thirteen? He didn't stop and look at it and watch it and skip or do a cartwheel around first base or something like that. Right, fans. Hey, they want fans to come to the game. Let the guys slap their hands. What's fans dug do? it. Right. Fans paid pay the tickets. Yeah. Why not? So, but I think uh, the Phillies were also talking about bringing up Gonzalez. That would be nice. Uh, the, the guy for the trade. Who? What trade was that? Was that Padilla when they got? Well, we got Gonzalez and we yeah, got uh, from Padilla, for the Padilla. I think they were talking about bringing him up too. So, Phillies select right-handed pitcher Kyle Drayback with the first pick. 
Woohoo! Tonight's what draft. Was it, like the twentieth pick or something like that. Twenty fourth pick. Eighteenth overall. Eighteenth. Okay. Six foot one, hundred ninety pound right hander from Woodlands High School, and uh, son of Doug Drayback. Doug Drayback. So there's a little bit of bloodline there that we uh, can take advantage of. Hopefully. I think there's only one bad part about Doug Drayback was uh, remember he pitched and he broke his arm throwing the ball. Oh yeah. I think he might have had, like, bone cancer or something like that. He had some oh, kind yeah. of problem. Yeah. So, knock on wood, nothing wrong with that. But, hey, maybe Doug can teach him a couple pitches, and hopefully the, the Phils can sign him for a good contract, get him in here, yeah. and let him see what see what happens. Yeah, that's great. Doesn't hurt drafting a pitcher. Kyle Drebeck, son of Doug Drebeck, who was the 1990 NL Cy Young winner. Wow. Yep. Um, their second pick, number 37 overall, the Phillies selected – Adrian Cardenas, a second baser, second baseman, but he's also a high schooler. Um, at 65, their second round, the Phils took right-handed pitcher Andrew Carpenter, tall kid, not too sure about his arm strength. Another and high school guy or was this a college guy? College pitcher. Okay. And at uh, 97, they picked Jason Donald, another infielder from the University of Arizona. So, we'll see what happens, man. Phillies, Phillies, Phillies. You're not going to see these guys for a long time. No, However, no. you know, they still got to draft pitchers. You know, they still got to draft people that they can eventually use in this farm system. Right. Because from what I understand, it's going downhill for sure. Hey, if they're going downhill, but the, the major team's going to be on the rise, hopefully, I'll take that. I'll take the players like Ryan Howard and Chase Utley coming right up on. and playing for the big team. Let the other guys work through it and try it out. Right on. And that's, did you guys hear the – Scranton Wilkesbury team is moving. Yeah, I did hear that. To moving where? To Allentown. Allentown. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. That's so, nice. It'll be the Allentown Red Barons, maybe. Wow, that's and, close. Yeah, Scranton Wilkesbury will put up a like an independent team. I heard. So, how forward are you looking to Cole Hamels pitching tonight? When's have you seen him pitch yet? Yeah. How about you, Dave? What throw the ball tonight? Have you seen him pitch? Not tonight, but seen oh, him pitch season, a game. Yeah. I think every one of his pitches look exactly the same. His follow through, his setup, each pitch he has disguised nicely. They all look coming in. Now as he's the coming same off kind of a fifteen day DL. Yes, yes, of a shoulder, elbow, a strained right shoulder, strained right shoulder. He said he heard something pop, mm-hmm. and they put him on the DL. And the next day he goes, "I felt fine." He goes, "I shouldn't even said anything." Right, right. But it is good he said something it because is. when he pitches the next major game, here. this is no joke. Yeah, he pitches the next game. Next thing you know, something happens. Mm-hmm. He goes, Absolutely. "Oh well, a week ago it popped. I should have said something." Hamels is O and O with a three. One eight ERA. He's a positive point in this. What's in the Phillies right now? You know what I mean? Yeah, nice he, young player. He's got a nice uh, confidence level. Oh yeah, everybody's looking at this guy for the future. Right, absolutely. So it's going to be great. It's going to be nice to see him. That, last night's four three win in Arizona. You know, that's exactly what you needed. Brandon Webb did not get his ninth game. Can't beat that. Nothing like the Phillies on the road. Breaking you know, up the, in the middle uh, scoreless track streak for him. Yep. That was... A little positive notes there last night. I don't know if you guys got to see this, though. You too. Everyone else who's probably listening saw this. Sunday, I believe it was uh, first and first and third. Utley's on third base. And I want to say Ryan Howard. Doesn't matter who hit it. Hit it to the first baseman. Utley's off on the crack of the bat. It's on like He's at third, so it was, it was on the right side of the field. First or second baseman throws it home. And the catcher's trying to cover home plate, but he reaches across to catch it. And the guy wasn't making a move to touch Utley. 
and he came in, forearmed him. He tackled him. Dude, put his face right yeah. in the dirt. Yeah, what he did was amazing from a couple of perspectives. One, he knew he was dead in dead to water, so yes. he had to knock the ball out of this guy's hand. Yes. He had to hit him as hard as he could. And secondly, he the guy's really kind of far off the plate. He, all he has to do, he has to turn around, and he hasn't done that yet. Right. And Utley's already off his feet with his shoulder in this guy's back. I mean, he really just went to just get that ball out. Of, and you know what's cool about that play? It's perfectly legal. It is. It's perfectly legal. Yeah. You can't even do that in football. No. That's the only thing he could have done was side to the outside maybe and try to tag it. But what he did was great because he knows. You know what? This guy catches the ball and he's turning around. There's a chance I'm out. I can't even let him take that chance. Face right in the dirt. Wow. Yeah. Touches the plate and got in and walked in. Right. Catcher wiped the dirt off out of his nose. Uh, <laughs> that's what happened to me. He got the crap knocked out of him is what he did. Great hustle by that guy. And that's how they won. That's and because of that play, he won. they won the game. Remember what's called? I think last Thursday night, was it Thursday? I forget what night it was, but he had like a triple. I think he had a single double triple. Did he? Did. I think so. You remember we were sitting here watching the game, and it said he was like three for three. And he had yeah. Like, the other night, I think he had another chance for another cycle. Not that he got a cycle that night, but but he's putting the ball in play all the time. Uh, he's, yeah, he's he is fabulous. He's rock and roll. He is a that. ton of fun. A ton of fun to watch, to have on your team, but. Even though he can't go anywhere for a couple of years, do you think the Phillies should start maybe asking him what he wants? What's he going to? Oh hell yeah! You know they did it with Burrow. Why? Why wouldn't they do it with Utley? Hey, listen, we'll give you a seven-year contract, seventy plus yeah, million, eighty some million, something like that. You got to, and that will keep him tied up till he's like thirty-three or whatever. Right. I don't know how much longer he has on his contract, but you wait until the last year of his contract. You just say, you know what? I wait this long. I'll check it out. He'll be an all-star by then. I don't know why he's not beating Biggio out right now. I have no idea. Maybe because he's young. But, you know, plays like that's going to get him in an all-star game. Yeah. If young or not, because this is the kind of stuff that people should be seeing on ESPN. Right. You know? I totally agree. So he, him doing that kind of stuff is going to make him – he's going to get him to the all-star game. It should. Oh, yeah. And now that Pujols is hurt, yeah. maybe Howard has a chance to make the, uh, the all-star team now. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah. That would be really interesting. We got – a couple of all-stars on that team. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Howard has just been – from April and May, he was hitting the shit out of the ball. They said, uh, I think as a sophomore, he has the most home runs by the end of May ever. Yep. So, which is very nice. And he's on pace to get 50 home runs, most ever for Philly. Is he? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. So I like that. Yeah. Looking good, looking good. I mean, there's always going to be a slowdown. When it's going to be, we don't know. Right. Hopefully it's in, you know, yeah, you can tomorrow. Speaking of slowdowns, are you guys expecting one from the Mets, or do you think they're just going to keep this kind of pace? I think they're going to keep the pace. They just they got good players all over the place. You just hope the rotation gets hurt like they did. I mean, I didn't think they're going to bring uh, El Duque in, right? So that's but he pitched horribly the other night. He did, but I mean, he's still you're going to be your third starter. It's not a bad guy to have. I'd no, rather have him right. than Lima time. You're right. And I think Pedro. I don't think he won a game the last two, three outings he has like he had. Right so you think the Phillies got to really just – they got to win. The Phillies have to buckle down. They Instead of you know winning two out of four, they got to get three out of four. They got to yeah. get two out of three. Start winning the series. What, are you saying they're contenders? The Phillies? Yeah. I don't know. If the Mets fall out, I mean, if the Mets can somehow put the brakes on it, I, Braves, I don't see why yeah. the Phillies can't win this division. I mean, the Braves are, are in a bad slump right now. So you never know. You never know. You never they know. They got to be in contention – 
before the trade deadline because then they can make a move. Then they can try to get someone. If they're not, then that's when Gilk's going to trade away Pat Burrow right. or Bobby Abreu. But, you know, sitting around going, what the hell happened? Speaking of what the hell happened, man, Evan, I don't mean to harp on your boy, <laughs> but he's having a bad, bad trip, man. Bad trip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't you agree with that? Me? I don't even, I'm not even following him right now. I was away for three days. I haven't watched a, a baseball game. You, you didn't miss much because I don't think you had a hit while you were away. Maybe that's how come. You got to start watching more. <laughs> he feels your yes, presence. It's me, yeah. <laughs> you money, this is for you. <laughs> Can you count on him when the bases are juiced? With nope. two outs? Can you count on him not I mean at least get the bat off his shoulder? He pulled one of those hip swipers. The butt come out? The butt wow, came look out. At that beer. That ain't my poor brother. It's not your poor? No, you do it. You show me. That's I mean who babe. else is better? Maybe you go to Brayu just because he has a better chance of walking, better chance of going deeper in the count. Stealing. But yeah. he won't do it. Right. So now you got to go Victorino. So now you trade a Brayu or Burrow. Right. Not that I want to trade either one of those guys. Don't want to trade Burrow? It might be a necessary evil, though. You know, getting somebody for somebody. That's true. They were talking about, remember Dontrell Willis coming here, trading Burrow or Brayu up to New York, New York giving up two prospects. Prospects. Well, right. I would have loved that. That would have been awesome. That would have been a bad move. I'll just let me give you some stats from some guys playing in the, during this 2-9 stretch. Ryan Howard. Oh, this is during the 2-9 stretch. Just during the 2-9 okay. stretch. Ryan Howard, four home runs, 15 RBIs. Batting average on him or now? Batting average, 295. Perfect. 614 on base percentage. Wow. Yeah. Bobby Bray, 12 RBI, hitting 357 during the stretch. 518 slugging percentage and a 667 on base percentage. Not bad at all. Um, Pat Burrell, Pat eight RBI, hitting 314 during that stretch, 455 slugging percentage and a 629 on base percentage. And um, that doesn't sound bad at all. No, Ryan Madsen on the hill, 193 ERA, 6.75 strikes per nine innings. Ooh. Brett Myers, 338 ERA oh, during that baby. stretch. Here's some guys that are having a little trouble. Ryan Franklin, 0-4. Ryan Franklin, 10.12 ERA, three home runs given up during five and one-third innings pitched. Wow. I mean, this is no surprise. I mean, we all know it's bullpen problems. Right. Well, not really. There's starting. There's starting some starters on this list, too. Oh, j Row should be on there, too. That's oh, he, he is. That's when he was going on his slump. 239 batting average, 300... On base? On base and 370 slugging. No, 300 slugging, 370. 300 slugging, 370 okay. on base. <laughs> Horrible. Your, your leadoff hitter. Yes. Yeah. John Lieber, 7.36 ERA, five home runs in 11 innings. Arthur Rhodes, <laughs> 8.1 ERA, three and one thirty innings pitched. Uh, Relief. Yeah, it's yes, relief. relief. Phillies need relief pitching. That was the title of last week's show, and it's a tr- it still holds what you know true today. But is it ever going to be fixed in order for this team to really win? I don't know. I, mean, you, do you, I don't know. Do you think this? Do you think this might be a year they do it, or are they just going to throw this team this year away? They got the bats. Got to make the move. You can make a move. You can easily move one of these guys to the bullpen. If it's Corey Lytle, if it's 
You're not going to move John Lieber, of course, or Myers. You could put Brito, or if they bring Floyd back up, you want to keep Hamels, hopefully, as a pitcher. See how he does in the next couple starts. Right. And then go from there. You got to get rid of Franklin. Franklin's just horrible. You know, we really, the month of June is huge. We really got to watch and see what's going on with June because if 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 it's still staying staying the same way, and no moves are made, but we're still winning games like this, right? Gill's gonna go. You know what? We got a team here. We got to really, you know, it's, it's that time. Yeah, because we're scoring seven runs a game. Unbelievable. I mean, even if you got another bat, so he just outslugged everybody. That's you fine. think that's even possible? You got to put someone in at for uh, Lieberthal or that's going to hit a little more. That's true. But that's you think seven runs, you really don't need to try to outslug anyone else. Let's just get the, the people out. Let's get our seven runs a game and win 7-6 instead of worrying about winning 9-8. I agree. I agree. And that's pitching. You always need pitching. Bats can go cold and you can still win a game. You get one lucky run in as long as your pitching's key. Boom. Key. And it's always been a problem with the Phillies. Always. Oh, yeah. You're Say right. Say it every year. You're right. We never have a nice uh, one-two starting pitcher or a one-two-three. Oh, my God. Imagine uh, having a one-two-three. Did I even say that? I don't know. You can't say it in this joint. So, all right. What's going on with the Phillies? At least we have Myers, though. Yeah, let's move away from the Phillies. I just want to talk real quick about Donovan McNabb and his recent QA in the Philadelphia Inquirer. Home run, Pat Burrell. Pat the Bat Burrell. Talk bad about the guy. Look at even money's watching. The homeboy hits it out of here. Two runs. See you later. Home run. Top of the first inning in Arizona. He's always pulling the ball like that too. Yeah, he is. It's all because of you. And Chase Utley doing <laughs> Chase Utley doing a great job getting on base. There you go. Good job, guys. Good job, Phils. Up to nothing already. You're always there for me. Cole Hamels gets the lead. See what he does. Arthur Rhodes will blow. Hamels won't blow, but Arthur Rhodes will blow. Brian Franklin will blow. Um, I just got a couple um, answers to a few questions in this um, inquire Q&A by Les Bowen with Donovan McNabb. Did you guys read this? No, I did not. No, I didn't. I don't know anything about uh, it. So I I hope I'm not surprising you with some of these answers. Pretty good ones. First one here. Not the first question, but I just go the final T.O. question. Uh, He's asked, do you have any final thoughts on T.O.? And have you talked to Drew Bledsoe about playing with him? He said, I haven't talked to Bledsoe. I've moved on from the whole issue. I'm happy for both parties that they look forward to a great season. He's a great player, a guy who can do different things for you in this in the offense. Did he just wish the Dallas Cowboys a great season? Yes, he did. Did he do that? I heard it. I read it. You sir, I bought it. Boo doo. The hell was that? Yeah. What? The, regardless of E Money's little blabbering stuff over there, what the hell was that in the newspaper? He doesn't want to say anything. He's like at that point where he's got to, you know, he's got, he's back to being above it all. Because last time he started talking trash, it was like a big, big, big problem. Like, let it go, I, let it go. Okay, but does he have to say that they look forward to a great season? I don't think it was. Well, yeah, I mean, that, it, it, it's bad. And he's saying, well, he's saying for both parties. Those, as pa- in, you know, those two individual players. I don't know okay. if he was talking about the Dallas Cowboys. But I can see how that's insinuated to you and to me. But, you know. You know, print print stuff is kind of rough. Yeah, the, the the you know they you know they spin and if it. If he says anything so bad, next thing it. you know, oh here oh, we it's go. On, yeah. It's on around the horn and ESPN. You know, he here we go. To to nothing but a thorn in his side, and you know what? I don't want to talk about that no more. 
little stand-up double. For Ryan Howard. Okay, what's uh, question number two? Okay, here's another uh, quick one. You've stressed, especially in recent years, your privacy. Not having your wife and daughter in public view a lot. Do you think people will be warmer towards you if you went more in public? Do you give up something by distancing yourself? And I'll skip to the last part of his, his answer when he goes, Barry Bonds said it best. The problem with people is that they feel they don't know much about you. But the only thing people need to do is focus is for him to focus on his job. Am I doing my job correctly? Am I doing the right thing? So those are the questions that he asks himself. Is he doing his job correctly? I'm not worried about his wife or his kids. I don't give a, a poo about that. All I care is you give 100% on the field. You don't smile when you throw an interception. You don't... F- Act like you're hurt because you threw an interception. That's learn how to use the clock. That's Andy Reid's fault. That's Andy Reid. Yeah. That's it. Just think how many times he threw an INT. He would smile. My fault. Oh, I know the Monday Night Dallas game. I was there. I saw that. Oh, oh, my shoulder. You know, that's. I don't care. You know what? If his wife wears pink on Tuesday. And green on Thursday, and he's going to throw better. I don't care about Dude, that. Dude, I totally agree. I don't care about it. But like he's, as he's saying to himself, he's content with the way he's playing. But he's not content he, the way he's playing. He, he needs changed, to do a better job. He changed the way he played ever since Rush Limbaugh criticized him, saying he's a running quarterback. Yep. I don't know if it's when he broke his ankle and he doesn't run as much now, or was it you know when T.O. came and he didn't have to run as much anymore. Hopefully this year we're going to see the quarterback he do was. You feel that he ch- do you feel that – Rush Limbaugh had that much of an effect over him? I don't know if it was Rush Limbaugh or it was just the whole media. When that came out, everything got put on that about being a black quarterback. And he's not just a black quarterback. He's a throwing quarterback. He's not a running quarterback like Michael Vick or Randall Cunningham in those words. Well, thank God he's not. Michael Vick, you know. Right. But that's he doesn't want to be kind of put. Did they just pick him In that off? stereotype. Right. He doesn't want to be in that stereotype. Sure. But, I mean, he still needs to scramble. He still had that, what, 18-second scramble against Dallas that one game? A little Reggie Brown, a little Jabbar Gaffney, a little Todd Pinkston. Yeah, little I mean, we got to – Oh, gotta, uh... I just got a shiver down my spine because of those. <laughs> Don't... You got to get behind them. You got to get behind them, Dave. No. That's your team. That's no. your team this year. They got to get behind cornerbacks, and I don't think that's going to happen, Ev. That's what I'm scared of. Okay. But, see, that's when they go with the, the, the true West Coast offense, short passes across the middle. Will Jabbar Gaffney go for it? Will Reggie Brown go for it? We know Todd Pinkston won't. Yes, he but won't. If you can kind of eat away at the center, then maybe throw a long ball to right Pinky. Wait and see. How many touchdowns? What's the over under on touchdowns for Todd Pinkston this year? Seven. Five. Ooh. Ooh. I'll take the under in both instances. <laughs> Straight up. Okay, you guys ready for another question? Sure. Another one of these. Intriguing questions. Hardball questions to, uh, from Les Bowen here to Donovan McNabb. Yeah, like that last question that we just discussed, that's just a garbage question. Oh, yeah. Here's another question. You're turning 30 this year. You've had some injuries. Do you see yourself playing five more years, ten more years, two more years? <laughs> I actually see myself playing about ten more years. Wow. I love the game. I love the competition, the team camaraderie. The potential for success. The team camaraderie. Notice he says the potential for success and team camaraderie, which he had neither last year. Right. Team camaraderie. So what is that he, is? So what does he remember about that? Yeah. Wasn't that a whole situation going on in the what? locker with I him had, and all I, that? That's from what I understand. It was. It was just the opposite of team camaraderie. Right. 
The defense wanted T.O. to still play. They didn't care what was going on. We need him to play. Yeah, Jeremiah Trotter yelling at the media. Yeah. Let me finish the answer. Okay. That's something I take great pride in. No, that's something I take pride in. Bringing confidence to the team that every week we can go out there, we can go out here and win this game. He brings, he instills confidence in that team. He did. I mean, watching, just think though. Last year, the game would be on. We'd be like, Mike McMahon's in. Defense is going to have to step up. If they let up more than a field goal, we're going to lose. Next thing you know, Eagles are losing. When we had McNabb playing, we were all like, potential to win. They can do it. Yeah. You're down 10 points two minutes ago. He can do it. He can help out. He can get the ball to Westbrook or. Oh, yeah, he's definitely uh, our number one guy, and we love him, and he's great. I can't see him playing here for 10 more years. I can't see him playing 10 more years. Yes. That's not going to happen. 40 years old in a QB. Yeah, that's you know that's just not going to happen. He, says, he knows it, but he's just saying it because he's like, I just I love the game. Yeah. I don't blame him. He's just, he, he's, he knows he physically ain't, won't be able to, but he really wants to. That's all. So Bowen says, what kind of QB do you expect to be in seven or eight years? <laughs> He says, they'll probably, they'll, which means us and other members of the media. <laughs> That's us? <laughs> they'll probably be talking about me not scrambling. <laughs> I kind of see me being a mentally stronger and wiser quarterback, like a Jim Kelly or Dan Marino. Two Hall of <laughs> Famers, by the way. Oh, yeah. Not to say I'll be stuck in the pocket, but you know where the guys are going to be. You, you can anticipate a little more. John Elway, another Hall of Famer. At 37, was still going, still getting out of the pocket. Now, when you think of Jim Kelly, Dan Marino, and John Elway, do you think of anybody fourth? You mean like those guys? Like, yeah. Do you who? think of Donovan McNabb? Oh and no, that? I mean, Steve Young. No, but I'm saying, uh, what is he talking about? He's just talking about the, the prototypical passer, like Kelly Marino never ran, kind no. of like Bledsoe. That right. Bledsoe's in that kind. Not that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But he's so opposite of those two quarterbacks, it's insane. Yeah. And that's what we were well, just he, saying he, about he, you don't they, want to They run. asked him what he was going to be in seven or eight years. And he they he gave them references of the type of quarterback he thinks he's going to be. But then he brings John Elway up. He doesn't say, I want to stay in the pocket. He says, not to say I'll be stuck in the pocket. So those two were stuck in the pocket, yes. especially when they were older. I mean, they were stone stuck in the pocket. He should have just compared himself to Warren Moon. Warren Moon played forever. Not that they're both black, big deal. Right. But he played forever. He didn't run that much. Rich Gannon, even. Even I, I don't get it. He goes from one extreme to yeah. the other. So he's trying to cover all Almost bases. Almost like he contradicts and, himself. And Les Bowen's sitting there going, "Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm." <laughs> Excellent answer to my question. Maybe he's just saying like Elway when he was younger, four hundred yards rushing. Then at the end of the career, he's only getting forty yards rushing. But they were at. They're at the Super Bowl, and he, he runs one in. <laughs> runs in, gets, you know. He gets a little dirty on his knee. A little windmill action. So. <laughs> Just want to uh, mention that the Phil's got the bases loaded with two outs in the top of the first. Okay, and Jason the- Grimsley's already getting up to pitch. This is a question that my brother Danny asked the other day. He was supposed to come up tonight. He's like, I want to ask you guys this question. Someone brought it up, I think, on the fan maybe. You read it in the paper or something. Whoever the pitcher was the night before, you put him in to start. He's starting your next game. Because the rules state, pitcher must, if he starts, he has to throw at least one pitch. 
before you take him out unless he's hurt. So he said, just for this instance here, if they get to the ninth and ninth batter, your pitcher comes up instead of having Cole Hamels batting. You say, okay, we're going to DH for who started last night. Um, I don't know who it was. I didn't watch the game. Lytle. Lytle yeah. started last night. Yeah. So you have him starting tonight. So when it comes up to the ninth, you say, okay, he's out. He's hurt. His shoulder hurts. We're going to put in DeLucci to, to pinch hit. And then Hamels will be your starting pitcher at the bottom of the first. But then you waste DeLucci. That's what I said. I said, now you're, you're wasting your battery. He goes, well, you have a chance to get another run. I said, the only problem with that is when you're in the ninth inning and now you need DeLucci. You need a run, yeah. yeah. Like, now they don't really need a right. run. While the Phillies need every run they can get. Right. You don't really need a run. I, see, that's where your brother... Well, no, you remember, this wasn't his question. This was brought up on the fan. Oh, it was? Yeah. Or he read it in the newspaper, the, like the Daily, New York Daily News, and it was you know from the fan or something. And he goes, what do you think about that? And I said, ah, I don't know if I would want to waste a pinch hitter right then. Not in the bottom of the first inning. I can't see that. No, I don't. I don't think so. First inning. I mean, you got nine innings. You got to play. Unless you double switch, you say, okay, you know okay, what, well, Lieberthal is going to bat number nine. Fazano's out of the game now, or something like that. I don't know. Well, no, that's different. Because it is a little different. that's a little that gives a little spice to this questionnaire. <laughs> because, a little bam. Because Lieberthal Fazano, the hell's it matter? Right. So that's. But then, just say you bring Lieberthal in, and he gets hurt. Now, Fasano's out of the game. Now you have roster problems. And now who are you going to put in? Okay. I hear you. But that's, yeah, I'm not a big fan of wasting any players at the beginning. You know what? Take your chance with Cole Hamels or whoever your your pitcher may be. He's your starting pitcher. Right. He's 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 your guy tonight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's he, the guy that's going to take you all the way tonight. Even with two outs, bottom, the, top of the first, bases loaded, he goes up the bat. That's fine, right. And then I said, you know what? I said, if you do that every game, Major League Baseball is going to say something. Yeah, they Well, there's got to be a reason why. I mean, regardless Nobody of baseball it, saying, there's got to be a reason why I don't do it. Right. And the reason, as far as I could possibly concur- I don't know. I think I like the double switch right now. Sound <laughs> uh, just strike out. Yeah. <laughs> See, they got two, man, but they only got two on the one long ball. They didn't play any small ball to get the nope. rest of those runs that well, they really sluggers. needed. They're all long ball sluggers. That's always what it's going to be. That's a good point. But, yeah, there's got to be some kind of rule or some kind of, I don't want to say etiquette, maybe unwritten law that you don't do that. Oh, I mean, yeah, these wonderful unwritten rules right. in baseball. I have a whole book of them. You can't, Yeah, you can't, uh, <laughs> you can't high-five anybody. You can't high-five the fans. Fans. Yeah, God forbid that the fans get a little special treatment. This dude just hits his. We're back on to um, goddamn Met <laughs> lasting millage. Yeah, freaking Met. I don't even want to talk about a Met who, you know, hit the game tying home run, and he goes out and he can't. And everybody's PO'd because he slapped some high fives. Mike Golick made a great, um, I guess, analogy of it. A little comparison was uh, the Lambo leap. Right. They score. They jump in there. People think that's great. They love it that Green Bay jumps in there. Right. This young kid high fives some fans. Hey, way yeah. to go! I mean, imagine the Lambo leap after a winning touchdown or it's a <laughs> game tying touchdown. He could be up there for twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah. All this guy does was go out to the field and the fans go over. Come here, man. give me a high five. And he comes with some skin. Nothing wrong with that. Not but just all. keep it at Shea. Don't bring it down here. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't be high five anyone down here. Yo, you think they're going to send him down? What for? What he did? No, or, no, because he he got caught up because somebody got hurt. Yeah, but who got hurt? Wasn't it uh, Xavier Nady? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If he, I don't think he's back either. Right. But what happened? Like they're going to have to move somebody, send somebody down. I think. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to wait and see, see what's going on with their pitchers. Because I mean, when like Zambrano comes back, they're going to have to make a move with that. Right. So. Not the good yeah. Zambrano, the bad Zambrano. Yeah, uh, Victor. Yeah, Victor Zambrano. Okay. But so, that's yeah. Hey, I don't know. Nate, he might be out for sixty days. Say if he's on yeah. a sixty day DL. Yeah. You know what? Come September, he's going to be back in anyhow. The rosters right go up. Well, it's nice to see the Phils. You know, maybe get another one tonight. Starting off well. Oh yeah, and they got a, nice. they got a major road trip going right now. So we really it's just great splitting anything is, is actually pretty. I totally good right agree now. with you. I totally agree with you. However, they need wins and the Mets need losses. Well, they're playing a good team to make some wins. So I agree. Put up uh, the Philly schedule real quick, just to look at the games coming up. Because I think they have Washington this weekend. Say, then they got the Mets, the Yankees, Yankees yeah. Boston. Isn't Tampa, aren't they playing Tampa Bay during that stretch, though? They might, I think they're playing Tampa Bay and Toronto, but I don't know if it's afterwards. But they got some tough, tough games coming up. Right, let's look at the uh, Philly schedule to uh, wind down the sportscast today. Arizona tonight. And tomorrow. And tomorrow. At Washington for four. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Day off. And then the Mets at home for three. Tampa Bay at home for three. And the Yankees at home for three. And then another day off. So then, and then they go on the road against so Boston, Boston and Toronto. And, and you know what? That Yankees, Baltimore and that, then Toronto. Oh, okay. That Yankees series is going to be another like the Boston series because of what they're doing with these packages. How you had to buy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, these Yankee pukes are going to They're all going to be down here because the <laughs> Phillies got – like we don't want to go buy – if you want a Yankees seat, you got to buy three more games. Right. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. But mm. whatever. But, you know, the Boston series, we're going to have to make it a little trip up there. Oh, my God. Well, I think Mets 06 wanted to go to the business person special. I think there's a business person 16th, special game. On the 15th. 15th, yeah. DC will be down there. Are you going to be down there that day? Yep. What day is it? It's the 15th for 105 start. June 15th. Could be a possibility. That might be a possibility. I'll be down there. I'm going with a friend of mine. Who are you going down with? Who are you going down with? Guy in the games industry. What? What's his name? What is it, Johnny Cakes or something? You can't say. It's not Johnny Cakes. <laughs> his name's Paul. <laughs> and that's between y'all. But that's enough for me. Hey, man, go Phils. We, let's, oh, no, let's, get, let's be home. Come home. I got a uh, one more thing to say, though. Don't forget about October 8th. October 8th? October 8th. October 8th. T.O.'s coming in. Let's make this happen, boys. Come on, baby. Dallas! I think we should also have the same kind of fervor. For this Yankee series, if you guys see Yankees fans at the stadium, don't be afraid to represent. <laughs> don't forget to don't. We hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hold on, the Stanley Cup Finals are going on right now. Game two is tomorrow night. Very good game. Brendan Moore, ex Flyer, did real well. Does he get a ring this year? Yes, he does. Wow, you already know that they're going to win it because of that injury. Not well. I'm hoping is it because win. of the eighth seed thing. Well, no, I'm just hoping they're going to win just because it's. Brendan Moore, Recky, Williams, Dougie Waite, very good player that's been around for a while. Really like to see them guys get a ring. And now maybe because of the injury. That's what I was saying earlier. And, you know, this is, what is this, Carolina's second time? Second in, time in like four years. But four years because one year was off, I believe. Well, it's the second time in well, the, the franchise. second time, too. Yeah, the franchise, well, yeah. What's going on here? This is, we got the Flyers down there. Can't even get in there. Jesus. For all of you uh, national listeners, just want to give a quick shout-out to 
let you know that the Mets game on the 14th will be broadcast on ESPN. Also, the Yankees game on the 19th, a Monday night, will be broadcast on ESPN. So, if you're not in the Phillies market, you'll be able to see a couple games this, uh, coming up. Remember, vote for Chase Utley. Vote for Chase Utley. Yeah, he deserves it. He does deserve you know, it. All, everything aside. Everybody, grab, get online and vote for Chase Utley for a start in the second base this year's All-Star game. We'll have in a Pittsburgh, link. PA. Link right to uh, the vote on the we, forum tomorrow. We will indeed. We will indeed. But if, if you it, use it, make sure you vote for Chase Utley. Yes. That's all I'm saying. So, everybody have a good night. You yep. too, man. And now you I'm going to really look forward to watching Cole Hamels on the Hill. Yes, and some cold beers. <laughs>